welcome to the pilot episode of Diary of an Ex-English Major, the show that discusses literature and media like in your favorite English seminar course. I'm Deja, and today we're talking about my reading origin story and my English major epiphany. Happy listening. Oh my goodness, guys, if you are listening to this, that means that the pilot episode for my podcast has finally launched, and I am so excited about it. In this episode, uh, like I said in the intro, I'm going to be giving you a brief little story on how I became a reader, how I came to the bookish internet space, and how and why I decided to become an English major, because I felt like it was probably important for you to have all of that info earlier on in the show before I started bringing other people on and doing book reviews and this and that because I don't know I mean if it's going to be my podcast I should probably have a little bit of information on who I am and why I'm doing this so if you are a listener of this podcast that happened to find it by chance and not by my shameless promotion on my Instagram and blog um first off welcome and second off you may be wondering who in the world I am. <laughs> so my name is Deja. I'm a blogger at cityofdeja.com. I started out on Bookstagram, which is the bookish side of Instagram, like the bookish community on Instagram, and also on Booktube, which you guessed it, is the bookish community on YouTube. So those were the two spaces that I kind of started out in within the online bookish world. Um, you can find my written book reviews, among other things, on my blog, cityofdeja.com, and my pictures of books on my Instagram. So it goes without saying, I am a huge book lover and reading has been a very just central part of my life for a very long time. However, I did not, I would not say that I have been a lifelong reader. I will be now, but I actually became an avid, an avid reader during my teen years. So I read City of Bones by Cassandra Clare when I was like 13, I believe. I might've been 14. And my life changed forever, literally. <laughs> it That book was like a new world for me. I realized how immersive and fun reading could be. And I was, it, it just opened my eyes, okay? Before that, I had read, you know, every now and then I read for school, but the leisure reading that I did wasn't really my main hobby. I read stuff like Dork Diaries and Monster High, but that was just really every now and then, probably like every time I would go to the book fair and just like want to get a book like for the fun of it, not because I was like a true like reader when I was younger. So anyway, Red City of Bones, this was like 2013. So I read it and loved it. Absolutely loved it. And that book actually taught me what YA or young adult books were. And before that, I had really no idea about like bookish age categories or whatever. I mean, obviously the stuff that we were reading in school wasn't geared toward kids. It was just a book. So City of Bones taught me what young adult books were. And once I realized that there was like this age category of books for teens, I kind of just inhaled everything that was on the shelf at the time. So we're talking all of the Mortal Instruments, all of the Infernal Devices, the Grisha Trilogy, Hush Hush Saga, the Lux series, Shatter Me, Legend, like you name it, I read it. I was absolutely obsessed with young adult books at this time because I was also the perfect age for them. Flash forward to 2014, 
I made my bookstagram, but it really didn't kick off until I'd say 2015. And I know this because I my book collection substantially grew, okay, between the years 2014 and 2015 due to bookstagram. People talk about this now about how, you know, they see books on Instagram or they see books on YouTube and they just like, you know, kind of just buy, buy, buy because everything sounds so good. Because I mean, at that time when you're really new to the space, everything does sound amazing and you want to get in on the conversation and you want to read what everyone else is reading because like, that's the fun of it. (laughs) That was exactly what happened to me. I mean, I think everyone is kind of susceptible to it when you're just like entering a new like space of the internet that you didn't really know existed. And like everyone is talking about the same books and everyone has read the same books. I was like, I need to read all of them. So my book collection really grew between those two years. And since 2015, I mean, it's 2023 now, I've had my bookstagram for just as long. When I made my bookstagram account, I decided to pay homage to City of Bones and I made my username City of Deja. So if you did not know that, was this the inspiration then now you do although i'm pretty sure i actually have mentioned that on my instagram before like years ago um though these days the username has kind of taken on its own meaning it it kind of means more about like my little city on the internet not necessarily just city of bones i've also read other books that have like similar structures in their titles like the city of brass and all these things so it's not only about city of bones but that is definitely why i initially made that my username because that book changed my life forever i would not be sitting here recording a bookish podcast if i had not read city of bones all those years ago so you know got a lot to thank it for so at this point 2014 well at this point in 2015 i was not calling myself a book reviewer I don't really know if I understood what that was, honestly. Like the fun for me with Bookstagram was the community of readers and getting to share my photos with them. So the community aspect was number one. And at this time, I just loved photography and taking pictures. I still really do. But at this time, that was like what my main hobby was. And I I wanted to like take pictures all the time. Like I would literally spend my entire weekend taking like probably a hundred plus pictures of books and then like posting like five of them in one day (laughs) because at the time like posting like once a day or like trying to like beat the algorithm was not a thing it was actually quite amazing because you like didn't have to think super hard about instagram or at least i wasn't because i was like a teenager i was just like i took all these pictures i want to post all of them i was reading a lot so i just like wanted to post about every single book i was reading about so that was the fun for me the community and getting to share photos with others um also i think it's important to note that this was before bookstagram really became a valuable marketing tool for publishing houses as far as i'm aware it was still fairly i don't want to say small but it was just very contained within itself i think that publishing companies and stuff were aware of it because people would like tag them and all these things but it, it definitely was not like a huge vehicle for like marketing like it is now. So that's kind of, you know, a, a bit of an outline of my adolescent reading life. Started with City of Bones. I'm so thankful to that book. I've only read, I read it the one time. And then I think in 2021, I reread it for the first time in forever. And it was really interesting. It's not a book that, you know, really speaks to my reading taste now, but like Cassandra Clare's books in general are just so nostalgic for me and probably always will be just because 
I mean, if I hadn't read that book on my friend's recommendation, life would be pretty different for me. So yes, lots of young adult reading that I was doing at that time. Um, but by time I was college age, so like 17, 18, I wasn't reading young adult as much, but I was still very much seeped into the community of young adult readers on bookstagram and i still am to this day like i I can't just like cut off my young adult roots i still do read it occasionally it it still fills up my bookshelves because i don't want to part ways with books that like had such a such an impact on me even if it may not be something i will constantly reach for and constantly reread that's just the way i kind of see it So I graduate high school and throughout all of high school, I was doing my bookstagram thing. I graduate, post about it on my bookstagram, post about it on my blog, and I applied to college on the basis of studying journalism. Yes, I was not someone who always knew I wanted to do English. I participated in a high school summer journalism program for two weeks a summer before my senior year. And that was a really fun experience. Um, in like a roundabout way, I kind of still got something from that experience. It just wasn't what I was going to study. Uh, short version is that the program was hosted on the campus of the university that I eventually graduated from. It's not the one that I started off in as an English major because I did transfer, but it's kind of cool that I still got something out of that program, even if it wasn't, you know, my forever career as a journalist. But my big idea was that I wanted to be a journalism major and go to law school and that was the big plan. I was really choosing my major based off of what I thought would be the best prep for law school in a weird way and something I thought I was going to enjoy and I did think that I was going to enjoy journalism since I absolutely loved that program that I did. Um, however, right before orientation, I had the epiphany. Yes, I had an epiphany and it's actually one that's documented quite well in a video diary I did because, I mean, I'm a video diary kind of girl uh, and I talked through my decision to switch to English. I wish that I could pull the audio from it and put it in this episode, but the audio on my first laptop was not good at all. It's absolutely crazy. I had to turn up my volume on my new desktop all the way up just to like get a little bit of what I was saying. So I just don't even think it's gonna be worth it since I'm gonna paraphrase like the main points of it anyway. For me, I realized how great I was at essay writing my junior and senior year. I definitely developed a skill for writing well. It started to feel a lot more intuitive um, and it was something that I was kind of good, I don't wanna say good at effortlessly because there definitely was a lot of effort, I was just, enjoying it and I was eager to continue getting better at it. I remember actually in high school, um, we had just done like this exercise that was writing. I think it was for one of those like benchmark tests that you had to take in high school every now and then. And it was for writing and we were actually looking at writing samples that this might've been AP prep, I, but well, I actually can't remember. It might have been AP prep because we were looking at um, writing samples of, you know, people who had got the highest score. And I remember something clicked in my brain. Like we were reading these papers and they were so good. And I was so impressed. And I was like, wait, like the key for me to writing well is to like 
emulate that in my own writing. Like I remember that this person had such a distinct writing style. Back in high school when we did essays, a lot of it was handwritten and timed. So like there wasn't really, at least for me uh, before this moment, I didn't really understand having a style. I was just trying to like hit all the basic points and make sure I finished if I could. And you know, like you're not really thinking about writing well, but in that moment I was like, wow, like I get why this person got the highest score possible. I think it was like an out of nine and they probably got like an eight or something. And I was like, wait, no, like that's the point. Like if I'm going to write well, I just need to emulate this. I need to find my own style. Like guys, like this is a handwritten essay and I'm pretty sure the person was like using M dashes. Like it was, it was mouthwateringly good. A mouth, mouth wateringly good. I actually don't know if that's a word or not, but we're using it today. Yeah, like that was that was a really big moment for me, and that was my junior year. My senior year, I think I started implementing some of those like little tidbits and like stuff that I kind of realized I wanted to do in my writing, and I definitely saw the results that I wanted. I I, I didn't dread doing in person timed essays anymore. I was like, I can. You know, I am magic with the pen. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't super on my high horse, but I was definitely like, you know, I realized this is a skill that I have and I want the skill to to grow and I want to get better at it. And I started to enjoy my English classes a lot for that reason. So the change of major really came about when I realized I didn't want to report on news. Like something I learned at journalism camp was like newsworthy stories. Like you had to find something that was like newsworthy, like worth being written about. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to like report on things so much as like have my own opinions and analyze stuff and, you know, argue things in essays. Like I knew that in college I was going to be able to do what I was doing in my high school English courses, but like tenfold and it was going to be even more fun because I was going to be reading new things and like it wasn't going to be timed anymore. I was going to have all, well, not all the time in the world, but you know what I mean, write essays on my own time and just really hone my craft is what I was thinking. And that's not something I was going to be able to get out of studying journalism. So I kind of realized I just wanted to make arguments in my writing and analyze things and I wanted to be challenged and I felt like English was going to be the best path for that. So. I emailed my contact person um, at the university that I was going to be attending and told them that I wanted to switch my age, my major to English. And this was right before orientation. So the cool thing is I was able to go during my orientation and visit the English department for the first time before classes started because I had visited the university beforehand. But I mean, the reason I chose the school guys was because I wanted to do journalism and the school was like, really good for that supposedly so i i kind of just really trusted my gut and i'm actually really glad i have that video diary because i can look back at the moment that i was like yes this is the right decision for me it, it felt so right which is you know i think that that's a feeling that everyone should get with with something and i knew for me this was a big decision because college was is a big thing like it's expensive it's like four years of your life, maybe more for some people. Well, for actually, for me, it was four and a half years, you know, big decisions are being made. And I wanted to study something I knew I was going to love. Also, <laughs> I distinctly remember during orientation, I visited the English department and I was really excited. I met with the chair at the time and he was great. 
And I remember at some point I was walking behind someone and they had an old battered copy of Brave New World in their back pocket. And I knew it was Brave New World because I had the same copy, literally the same exact copy. And I had just read it in my senior year and really enjoyed like the lessons and everything that we did in my English class. And for me, that just felt like some kind of sign. I, I remember it, it really stood out to me, um, not because I loved Brave New World or anything, but like I was like, this person is walking around with like out of all the books, Brave New World. It's this small little battered copy, like the size of your hand and it's in their back pocket. I was just like, I, this is where I need to be. Like, I don't even know if that person, well, at the time I didn't know if that person was an English major. I later find out that they were because I did have a class with them, but you know, that it was a sign. It was a sign for sure. I'll actually add a picture of the book on the pod's Instagram at diary of an ex ing major, E-N-G major. And, um, you know, so you can actually see what I'm talking about. I'll try and do that for most of the the things that I reference. So make sure you're following the pod Instagram to check those things out. So all of that being said, obviously I was really, really excited to dive into studying English for the next few years, but I did have some reservations. My biggest one was that I felt like I I was worried about not being well-read enough. I mentioned before about how, you know, I had a bookstagram, I had a booktube, I was like a YA reader um, when I stopped reading, well, when YA started to feel a little bit like repetitive for me and I was just kind of growing up I started to read a lot of romance you know I wasn't a teen that read classics for fun I was all about the hype books I was all about the new releases and I knew and I knew that that wasn't necessarily academic in the traditional sense like I I understood that but I was thinking you know like are they gonna expect me to be super well read like read all the classics and like know the classics of like the back of my hand because think of too about like reading all the time like when when books are your main form of entertainment and like the thing that you go to for entertaining content which is what I did like you don't remember everything you read just like with tv shows I I could rewatch Gilmore Girls all the time because at some point I don't remember what happens in every single episode of every single season I remember the main beats but not everything and books are like the same because think of all the time you're dedicating to it there's absolutely no way I could just recall every single thing that happens so I worried about that um which you know that was a bit out there as something to worry about but it crossed my 18 year old mind I was also starting college as a first generation college student which is like a huge part of my identity and still really is if you don't know what that means it means like I'm the first person in my nuclear family to pursue um higher education like getting a college degree so i think i just had like my general worries about college and then studying english i i felt a little bit unprepared like i was excited in the writing sense i i knew i could hold my own when it came to essay writing and i was excited about that but you know i didn't really know how my literature classes were going to go because I did not feel like I was super well-read. But to my surprise, that kind of, I mean, we can just call it what it is, like that well-read, I guess, pretentiousness that I was dreading so much is not something that I heavily encountered when I first started out. My first ever English course in college, 
what as an English major was called writing about text and we read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and it was literally set up like a book club it was amazing it was absolutely amazing we read a couple of chapters actually we literally read the book which is about three maybe maybe 400 pages it's not terribly long over the course of the entire semester we read the one book guys the one book uh which i i mean i thought that was absolutely great but it was set up like a book club we'd read a couple chapters and then the main assignment that we had was writing letters to like a pen pal in the class with our thoughts um in place of like doing reading quizzes or something since we had to have some kind of grade other than just the final grade and i, I loved it <laughs> i was in heaven i mean i what i enjoyed so much was how the book was really just the jumping off point for discussion and i think this is when it really settled in for me like okay i am i'm in the right place because it's i mean it's been a couple of years at this point but it's been more than a couple of years it's been about five years at this point so the connection is going to be like completely lost on me but i remember at one point mind you the book we were talking about was mary shelley's frankenstein at some point we got into a discussion about like finsta instagrams <laughs> and like at another point we talked about how our phones are like listening to us and these things really stood out to me because i was like oh my gosh like english is just it's it's everything it's in everything like we're literally talking about finsta instagrams in my like college english class right now because someone related it to something that they that stood out to them in shelley's frankenstein which is like you know a century old at this point it was crazy but like that i found that to be so cool um in terms of the letters my partner didn't always show up so our exchanges weren't always the best but i really enjoyed the concept a lot we were doing these like written letters that could be you know i don't want to say informal but it's not like he was looking for us to write mini essays we literally just had to talk about our thoughts on the book related to class discussion and boom that's it so it was kind of like if you show up and do the reading and discuss then there's absolutely no reason why you can't do well in the class and i thought that that was an amazing structure so it was actually in that class that my professor stated how english isn't everything which is something i said a bit early on as a spoiler but i never forgot those words i talked about it in a blog post that i made in 2018 called so dot 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 you're an english major question mark and um the it's no longer up anymore because i i do like to private some of my blog posts not everything needs to stay out there forever especially because i can go back and look at it but i'm rehashing it here anyways i i talked about how he said that english wasn't everything and i was like wow like he's right to me i took that to mean that like the soft skills quote unquote of studying English that like we curate like communication through writing and analysis and argumentation and close reading and so much more these were widespread skills that like every profession needed you know like they felt more like life skills to me than specific career skills and I think that's how the humanities really gets a bad rep because it's not really about specificity the crux of, of at least for me of studying English was these soft skills and i took them to really just they were like life skills they were things that i implemented as a college student every single day 
in all of my classes. And I think that that's how I was able to love what I was studying so much because I literally saw every single day how it made its way into my everyday life, you know, my personal life, my academic life, my professional life, like everything. And I thought that that was really cool. And I don't think that's something that everyone can really say, you know, like I think the lack of specificity in the English major is really what makes it so valuable and versatile. And if anything, you know, that underestimation of those who study English makes us resilient because we have to put those aforementioned soft skills to use during interviews to explain exactly how our academic background can line up with whatever role we're applying for. So that's why I think the English majors are chameleons, you know? It's like one of my biggest motivations for starting this podcast was so I could document all the ways that those who study English are navigating a variety of paths and how really it's informed me as a book reviewer, as now a podcaster, as a blogger. And I mean, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's It was a perfect major for me. And it's something that I will continue to hold on too, because it informs my everyday life. So this is where I will leave you. Today, we discussed my reading journey and my English major origins. In the next episode, I'll have my first guest interview with a fellow ex-English major, and I'm so excited about that. So make sure you stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening this far. If you did, this has been Diary of an Ex-English Major. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow the show on your chosen podcasting platform, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and follow the podcast Instagram at Diary of an Ex-ing Major. That's E-N-G. And I'll see you all in my next one. Bye. Thank you.